Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Now for the drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull, out here at Khalil's where they've got $3, 16-ounce Coors Lights, which you can get uh, here during happy hour. And you can also, uh, here on Friday, they've got a $9 fish and chip special. You get uh, the whole workup, tartar sauce, everything. For nine bucks, that's a deal. That's I love fish and chips. Yeah, oh yeah. Lit Fridays, man. They know exactly. what's up in this town. That's exactly right. Come on down here and and, and, and get your fish on. We've mentioned this uh, a little bit earlier, but uh, the phones not really happening here on a Friday. Uh, so if you want to talk with us, you want to interact with us, uh, the UPS shop sex line is where you want to be. 3831-939 uh, is uh, the number if you want to hit us up that way. Be happy to interact with you that way until uh, we get some sort of uh, the all clear that we can take your calls here. We're going to make sort of a... Uh, I think we're going to try kind of a, an indirect attempt at something gas bag uh, via the text line. We're going to do just fine. We're basically going to, to ask you guys to text in if you want to play, and we'll call you. Because for some reason, magically, if we call you, everything works fine. Technology never ceases to amaze or befuddle or both. We're doing a really great job here at uh, the 93.9 ESP in Louisville with managing our technology of late. I, for one, am excited about it. But we we got to the point with those phone systems, with that infernal beeping, uh, that something had to be done. And sometimes you got to nuke the whole thing and start all over again, which is what they tried to do with the phones. And I'm sure we will be 100% okay at some point, hopefully before the postgame shows this weekend. Uh, I will say one of the things that I do not like, Dave, uh, about... What do you not like? Well, there are a lot. We only have two hours left. But one of the things that I do not like uh, is the growth of uh because we are the sec or the big 10 we are we actually know more and are inherently better at everything all the time in every sport no matter what and the new money ass fans about basketball in particular down there in the sec kills me yeah so earlier today tell me about it nate oats is asked at a press conference about court storming and he's like i don't want court storming i want us to expect to win these games and i like that attitude i would like someone with that attitude to coach louisville's basketball team and i tweeted that hire this man i was greeted by a reply from an alabama fan saying still not sure why louisville fans believe nate would bolt for a program that hasn't been to the sweet 16 in nearly a decade and is in a conference left out of the big football money and i just 
want to say, shut up. <laughs> Just, like, it, it's, what are we doing? But it doesn't, look, it, it's, it's indicative of, yes, I realize that you own football, but you are at least, you at least own it because you're good at it. Don't try and act like you cared this much about basketball, too. How many Final Fours has Alabama been to? As many as Louisville has in the last 10 years. That's right. Or all time. Ask yourself that question. But it, it's asinine. But now, like, it's this the attitude right here is the one that's like, well, give us three auto bids no matter what we do. Yeah. And then they think that it's right. It's like you don't get to have this this conversation. Like you don't have to get to have this attitude about every sport. You certainly don't get to come into our sport and talk to us about this. I don't care what's happened in the last eight or nine years. I don't. Well, it, it irritates the, the hell out of me. And the thing that bothers me so much about it, Dave, is like the same people that are in charge and have this attitude, they're not they're not going to think twice about doing the exact same thing to the NCAA tournament. That isn't for them. Yeah. Yes. And, and I'm, I'm just, it's, they are determined to kill this thing. They, it's the proverbial killing of the Golden Goose here. They are determined to ruin it for everybody. You know why they asked the last time you've been to the Sweet 16? Because they've been to Sweet 16s. Because that's all they've been to. That's right. They've been to one Elite Eight in their history. And that was 20 years ago. They've never been to the Final Four. That's the ultimate answer back to them. Is like, I don't know, when's the last time you went to the Final Four? Like, take a seat. Take several of them. Like, that, that's, like, I, look, I, we are big enough if I may say so, to acknowledge that the SEC is playing phenomenal basketball these days. Yes. They're the second best conference in the country right there. Like, I, and, and they're playing better basketball than we're playing in our basketball proud conference. And I never thought I'd see that. And it's been that way for a couple of years now because of Mike's Live's vision, uh, you know, a decade ago. or when Insistence said, that they start hiring some better yeah, coaches hey, for one. Start spending the football money on basketball. Why do you just want to be good in this sport? You know, be good in every sport, which they were good in all these other sports. But, like, men's basketball is where they were clearly short of the rest of the country, and now they aren't. You know, and we give all the credit in the world, but it doesn't mean that you all of a sudden have the history and the, uh, the uh, you know, profile to look down on one of the best programs in college basketball history. It ain't happening, fella. That's cute. Look, and it might very well be true that Nate Oates won't leave for here. He might not. I mean, they got money out the ass. If they want to keep him, they probably could pay for it. He just, he's got to want something different. Right. But, but we just played a couple of weeks ago a clip from Jim Dunaway and the guys that do that show uh, in Birmingham where they had Gary Parrish on, and they were asking Gary yeah. Parrish, should we be afraid that Nate Oates is going to leave for Louisville? Like, they, I didn't say that. Yeah. Three guys in Alabama said that. And we liked that, by the way. Yeah, we certainly did. They wiped their feet before they came into our sport. Okay. They understood the assignment. They, they asked the proper questions. You know, we might have been humbled in the last several years, but we still live in a mansion, okay? <laughs> we still have pretty things on the walls. <laughs> I mean, just bizarre. Uh, in Alabama, that, is it that bizarre? I don't know if that's the word for it. It's exactly right. Yeah, you might be right. It's exactly right, dude. I'm trying to think of an equivalent of this. Like, I feel like we don't do this with football. 
No. No, we don't. We always call ourselves an aspirational program. At least I do. At least I do. While recognizing the accomplishments that we've had in the last 30 years, we understand where we are and where we could be. You know, we don't deign to say that we have a better football program than Texas. Or what's a good comparison for, like, Louisville standing in, in football? So, like, where we are in basketball, like, who's the football equivalent Nebraska. historically? That might be right, I don't, but they've been so bad for so long now that I don't think it's quite apt anymore. That might have been right 20 years ago. Uh, I know there's something that's a really good comparison. It's going to come to me. Okay, so I want to make sure I'm framing this. You're asking yeah. me, who's the basketball equivalent? Who's the football, football equivalent of, of basketball. Louisville's basketball program historically? Right oh, historic. Oh, my bad. My bad. And historically. historically. Um, like the seventh best program in the country. Florida. That may not be great right now. Florida might be. A, they have three national championships. Yeah. That might be perfect. A pretty, uh, a somewhat compressed era where they were winning championships, but have largely been fairly good and have fallen on hard times right now. And they've been. For different reasons. People have pointed and laughed at Florida for, for different things in the last couple of years. Uh, Florida State also being thrown out there. Florida State's a decent one. Florida State actually might be better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And we wouldn't compare our, our football program to theirs historically. Yeah, it's almost like it's right a talking it point. And, I, look, I will give Alabama fans credit for it. But sometimes, have you ever argued with somebody and they're, like, really passionate about something and, you, and it hits you, like, in the middle of the argument where you're like, oh, they're talking to themselves. Like convincing themselves? Yeah, they're not trying to convince me. They're trying to convince them. For sure. And I, I get some of that. Like, someone uh, replied to the same tweet that I tweeted earlier. It was like, why would Oates go to a program that hasn't done much since 2016? As if 2016 was 100 years That's ago. Right. It's tw- it's, That's right. We just started 2024, pal. It's like Donovan Mitchell's not even 30. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, come on. He's like 27, 28 years old. <laughs> I mean, what have they done since 2016? A couple of sweet 16s? Two sweet 16s. Yeah. But that's like a lot for them. It's cute. <laughs> Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So they have, and one of those is is vacated. So in their history, they have the exact same amount of Sweet 16. Since we're going to count their vacated Sweet 16, we'll count our Final Fours. They have exactly the same amount of Sweet 16s as we have Final Fours. It just sounds, I just like I, I'm staring at you like it's the puffy meme, you know, with the guy. And right, we're just gonna keep looking at just, you until you realize what I've just said. <laughs> like, dude, you have the same amount of sweet sixteens as we have final fours, and uh, uh, that's the, the sound you're hearing is Dave doing math. I yeah, I don't like doing math. I think we have roughly the same amount of sweet sixteens. They have tournament appearances. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to make sure before I uh, before I go down that. But that's 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 the type of that's the that's the program we're talking about. Like we can acknowledge that you have a better team than us right now. Absolutely. That your conference is better than ours right now, and that you're playing better basketball than you ever have, my man. Oh yeah. All right. Let's hear it. So. Even if you take away the four that the NCAA has technically vacated, we if you take away the four, we have the exact same amount of Sweet 16s as they have NCAA appearances. But then you'd have to vacate their appearance as well. So we still have more. We have 28 total 
NCAA Sweet 16 appearances, and we don't count the vacates because you don't vacate wins. Sorry, NCAA, we're not doing, we're not living by your rules. Right. They have 24 appearances. We have 28 Sweet 16s. Wipe your feet before you come in our house. Before you come on the timeline. Bizarre. I mean, just, but uh, I think but again, this not is what bizarre. We're, right, that's right. <laughs> not that's bizarre. Right. And, and I, but, and this might be a unique to Alabama thing. Uh, I have not seen as much of this uh, from other fan bases where it's rumored that Louisville might, might be interested in their coach. Yeah. Uh, look, Nate Oates might choose to stay there. He might not be interested in the Louisville job, but it's not going to be a scenario where it's like, why would I go to the little old ACC? They're now they're out of the the big football money, as if like Louisville's got uh, coupons here. Yeah, it's like cool, man. <laughs> they're out of the big football money. It's like all right, I guess. Weird that we could even feel the basketball. Yeah, why are we like even bothering? But you know what? The right truth now. is, like, that's what is so funny about the whole attitude we've been talking about for almost this whole show when it comes to this conversation or the college football playoff and the future conversation. For a school that's, for for a, a group of people that are so determined uh, to tell you how dominant they are no matter what you do, they really just want you to stop trying. Yeah. How dare you try? Yeah, like, they really just want to talk you out of even trying to compete in the first place instead of just winning every time i mean i can't wait like if it were to happen and they were able to hire nato's here like i'm gonna be super annoying about this yeah i'm not gonna be nice about this at all and and i i just i don't understand where this sort of thing comes from it's weird also didn't jeff brom just leave a big 10 job for for the acc yeah but they don't count purdue They don't count Purdue. Purdue's not, Clearly. not like Big Ten. Well, the SEC is not a well, Big, that's Ten, a big, big Ten. Ten. If you ask the SEC, that's all. That's the Big Ten. You know, we don't we don't associate with them nearly as much as they associate with us. That's a one that's a one way street there. We don't even need them really. Is that like using Vandy as a counter argument? Vandy, yeah. Same color scheme and everything. Well, Northwestern's the Vandy of of the Big Ten. But North, that's kind of an insult to Northwestern because they've actually had some modicum of football success in the last ten years. It just and like a big boy scandal. It just seems. Know? It sounds. It, it betrays. I think some real insecurity. Of course it does. Uh, look, I, I think the point that's being made there that like things have changed uh, in terms of like the overall landscape of college sports is true. I think it, it does make it less likely that NATO's would do it. I, I think that there's – and it makes Alabama, I think, more likely to be able to keep him. It's treating it like it's an absurd notion that he'd even think about it now. Right. Like, why would he do that? What have yeah, you like, done lately? What have you done? Ever. Like, that's, 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 that's what will turn me from like a – like, I don't get that attitude about other programs very often. But if you start talking down to me with your one Elite Eight appearance all right. time, like, it's like, all right, man, let's, let's – <laughs> Everybody top to just tap the brakes. Everybody tap the brakes and get back in your lane. Yours is football. I'm gonna go back, you know, and just. Well, the, the, right, and then that I think is the other element of this that's galling. It's like <laughs> don't try to pretend like you care about this now. Right. I mean, are the Louisville's what we consider to be dead crowds of like seven thousand. Yeah, they're drawing eleven thousand right now at Alabama. With their best coach and best streak of teams that they've ever had. They've been a top five team twice in the last three years. I would accept this 
line of thinking from Arkansas fans. Sure. They're crazy. They've had success. And they won, they won a championship. Yeah. They at least have something to, to put up on the wall. They cared about basketball in the SEC when only Kentucky did. You know, like Arkansas was one of the first teams not named Kentucky that actually cared about basketball in the SEC. You also, I, I, it strikes me as odd that we that fans overall have not learned by now to ever be chesty as if their coach would never leave. Yeah. Like, if anything, you should be more open to the idea of your coach being willing to bail than ever. Some people it, can't be money whipped either, too. Well, like, like if Brian Kelly's not going to stay at Notre Dame, right? Nobody's a guarantee. His name is Brian Kelly, and he left Notre Dame. If they can't, like Lincoln Riley will leave for LSU, Oklahoma, right? For USC, before they even knew that they were going to be in the Big Ten, nobody's safe here anymore. Nobody. You could probably Seamus O'Houlihan out of South Bend. <laughs> <laughs> Were you trying to go as Irish Catholic as possible? I really was. That's, that's way, way up there. That's pretty good. That's Father Flanagan good. might leave you know, Notre Dame to go to another school if they got enough money. Uh, Texture says that uh, uh, Cream went to the Alabama game against Florida, yeah. top 25 matchup, and he said it looked like a Louisville crowd, like a Louisville right now crowd. Like a, in a bad way. Yes. Yeah. Texture says it's also on brand for Jack to drive to watch Alabama work basketball. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, his brother's there. His brother he's not is there a, anymore. Oh, he's he not there anymore. So, there. Yeah, well, he's in Atlanta, I suppose. That's uh, yeah. When you're single, you can do things like that. Yeah. The world is Crean's oyster. All right, he can do what he wants. Texture says, I love your wipe the shoes comment, Biscuit. That's going to start using that. <laughs> Uh, for sure. <laughs> Texas says, last time I checked, Alabama had quite a few players bounce and save and retired. Let's see how elite they are in five years. I, I think there's there's a tremendous amount of insecurity. There is. Because of NIL and Transfer Portal, they realize, which is why they're trying to gather everything onto themselves now. Not saying that the, the order is going to change. There's always going to be the same programs at the top, but they have – some instability from year to year because they can't count on the five stars sticking around for three or four years, sitting on their hands and waiting their turn behind a bunch of first-round draft picks. Now they can get a check. They can get a check at Bama for saving, but they can get a bigger check at another school that's willing to pay them to come there and be a star as a sophomore or a freshman. Like That's how it's been now. I mean, that, that's, it's, it's a lightweight form of free agency. You know, and these players can't be counted on to just sit there and be, you know, to wait your turn. And I'm saying that in a good way. I'm not saying, like, you can't count on these players. No, you can't count on being Alabama and having eight deep at every position just waiting to go. You know, that's 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 not how it's going to work anymore. Like, obviously, if they wield it properly, they're going to be one of the biggest players in the transfer portal as well and should be able to replace that talent one for one. But it won't be stable year to year necessarily. It won't be a given that they're going to be the most talented team on the field at all times. I mean, right now they still haven't quite – those top programs haven't fully taken advantage of that transfer portal, and they may never. Yeah. Like at least not, not. Like they will eventually. Right. But they may never have that advantage to the degree with the transfer portal that they have in the freshman recruiting ranks. Like that's that may not get to that point because some schools like Louisville are really hammering home that that transfer portal and. and how to sell it to teams or to, to kids and, and how to really use it strategically. And, and it's really has, to this point, act, acted as a, a the ultimate equalizer. 
Um, and it's not to say that, that Georgia and Alabama won't get there eventually to where they are just cherry-picking the ones they want and, you know, having an elite recruiting class in the, in the transfer portal just like everybody else. But right now, to this point, they have not fully taken advantage of it. They cherry-pick here and there. Clemson has still, and Dabo has still not gotten on board with the transfer portal, period. And those type of talent drains are just going to catch up with you, man. Like, if you don't get on board with it, it's going to kill you. And even if you do, you still might have those years where Bama's the third or fourth or fifth best team in the SEC because Ole Miss is hammering the transfer portal. They got the best transfer quarterback that year, and they just had to happen to have a, a really nice class of, of, of talent around him. You know, and, and Bama's got a center that can't snap the ball, and they don't have a backup that they feel comfortable with because they don't have a center that's been sitting behind their starting center for three years waiting for that opportunity. You know, there's going to be things like that that happen year to year. And right now with Kalen DeBoer, I think Kalen DeBoer is a great coach. But we'll see the measure of Alabama fans' patience. Well, and he can be point. he can be a great coach uh, and you're not Nick Saban. Right? Look, we, of all people, can understand. Sometimes you replace your all-timer with another all-timer, and sometimes you hire Chris Mack. Yeah. Like, like it, we understand these things. Which, in its own right, we all know is a really good basketball coach. But it's not a good fit at Louisville. And that was going to fall apart regardless of what was going on with the administration, I think, at some point. That could happen to anybody, like in any situation. We saw it with Shaka Smart. Texas wasn't quite the right fit. That's right. He was really good at VCU, and he's really good at Marquette. He's a very good basketball coach. Nobody's denying that. You know, I don't know. Like, Mick Cronin can coach basketball. But there's going to be programs where he's a really good fit at and programs where he's not working out. You know, like, that's fits a massive deal, especially more so now than ever with, with, with the transfer portal and NIL and having to sell yourself like that and the program and the amenities and everything else. And, gosh, places like Louisville just, they're, they're not, everywhere's not like here. We're unique in a lot of ways. We're the biggest basketball program that doesn't have a pro team in the same city. Like the biggest city, let's put it yeah. that way, not the biggest program. The biggest city that doesn't have a pro team has a major college basketball team down, like in the same locale. Like we just, this is pro sports for us. It's as big time as it gets. I did want to uh, to quickly mention, in the wake of uh, the fact that uh, there has been a basically a preliminary injunction in order to, yeah. against the NCAA because of the lawsuits from Tennessee and Virginia about NIL restrictions in particular, uh, the NCAA has sent a letter to their members basically saying, we're pausing any NIL investigations, any new ones. And in particular, the letter from Charlie Baker, the new president of the NCAA, says, in response to this latest order, the Division One Board of Directors directed NCAA enforcement staff to pause and not begin investigations involving third-party participation in NIL-related activities. There will be no penalty for conduct that occurs consistent with the injunction while the injunction is in place. Yeah. Uh, I agree with this decision while the progress towards long-term solutions is underway and while we await discussions with the attorneys uh, general in circumstances that are less than ideal, this at least gives the members notice of the board's direction related to enforcement. Folks, it is the purge. We are in the purge, at least right now. Uh, the, the entire world of college sports has been given a hall pass. <laughs> at least when it comes to in Island. Just go for it, man. Yes. The market is open. Yeah. <laughs> That's how badly court cases have gone that they're basically like, we're not going to enforce any of this. Why right would now. you? Why would you try? If I was the NCAA, I'd be afraid of all courtrooms. Yes. 
Yes. You I should would. be allergic to the inside. You don't win. You don't win. And that's why, like, every year when we look back and there's no point living in the past, but it's like, man, somebody should have stood up and said, like, we have to fight this tooth and nail. Well, you know what? It, so sometimes their, their efforts when it comes to lawsuits and such, uh, it reminds you of, like, when you see some sort of marketing campaign or, or uh, a promotion that comes out around a holiday. And you're like, oh, God. That was horribly racist. Not one person was like, you should, guys, let's not do that, yeah. right? Let's not, if you're Florida State, let's not make Martin Luther King with a wide receiver as well. Oh, Can we not do that? Right? Like that sort of thing. <laughs> every time I forget about that, I'm sorry. That's it's funny. Every, it's like, it's, it's fresh. Ridiculous. But like, that, there, there's not one person in the NCAA is like, we're going to get our asses kicked if we try this. Yeah. They're going to laugh us out of court. What are we doing? No, they don't have anybody like that. Sounds like maybe they're. They're getting broken down to the point where they're accepting their fate. But that's a lot of a lot of people, a lot of jobs, a lot of people making money off of this stuff, Mark. If you just if you just uh But what they need to understand is that and maybe they're figuring that out, maybe they're settling into their fate, Mark, is that they're gonna get paid regardless of whether they enforce anything or not. If they make less noise and just let everybody do what they wanna do. Like just let basically the which they should in the first place. The member institutions are all pretty much the, like, and the the federal government has made it so the NIL is happening, man. NIL is here to stay, and they made that very clear. Even if the member institutions yep. want you to to regulate NIL, you can't. So the first half step of resistance that you get from a state AG. You should just put your weapons down. Like honestly, all they have to do is flash their gun, and you should just put just just lay your arms down. You're done. They've got more firepower than you do, and they're the arbiters are on their side. Period. Tennessee and Virginia AGs. That's all they took. All right, let's take a uh, a quick break here. It is time for something gas back, and we've tried to uh, to lay it Text out here in. for you. It's going to be difficult to, to do that, but not impossible. So here's what we want you to do: if you want to play something gas bag. Text gas bag to the text line. Just the word gas bag. That's it. And we will call you from our side. So we, because I think we feel we feel good about being able to have you on if we call you, because it's worked with guests. But when you guys call in for whatever reason, we put you on the air. Uh, we get uh, the uh, the calling from the upside down sound, uh, like we had with Harold uh, yesterday, or with uh, with Elliot from Court uh, Physical Therapy. So if you text gas bag to thirty eight thirty one ninety three nine. We will do our best uh, to call you uh, and get you on and play Stump the Gas Bag. And we're doing this because in, in maybe the surest sign that Tanner is, uh, is becoming one of us, he feels really good about this week's questions, which brings back wonderful echoes of one Pat Jaggers, right? Pat Jaggers, you guys are, uh, this is a great These question. questions are really good this week. love this. Every week. <laughs> every single week, every single question. So God, text them. Gas Bag to 3831939, and we'll try to get you guys in here. Uh, and play Stump the Gas Bag on a Friday out here at Khalil's on the other side here on The Drive on 93 on the Ville. We'll be right back. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. 
time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. You're listening to The Drive, presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis. And Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into The Drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull, out here at Khalil's, where we've got the $3.16 ounce Coors Light on tap here. And they've got a $9 fish and chip special for you on Friday. So it's Lent Friday's here. We know this. Come take advantage of that. Yes. We need some stuff. The gas bag contestants, we're going to try and reverse engineer it here to work around our own issues. So text us, 3831939, and we'll call you. Just text in you on. gas bag. Just text gas bag. We will With get your, you in. Yeah, and you've got your phone number on the text, so Tanner will text, will call you. And we will get you in. We've got one contestant, uh, who, Matt, who jumped right in here. All right. So we'll go ahead and get this started, but we need you to text in 3831939, uh, and you will uh, we'll call you and get you in here, and we'll try our best. Otherwise, it's going to be me versus you, and we'll see how we That's can do right. it here, Dave. So let's go ahead and get things started here since Matt uh, joined us. And if you want to join us again, text gas bag to 3831939, and we'll get you in here. Let's go. Our guys know a lot about sports. Clay Travis is still a dumbass. There is porn on the television here. I love a giant turkey leg. I saw Louisville's offensive line get stoned. But we want to level the playing field. Give their brains a real test. Let us play this game for a pipe. How has that baby not made her hotter? And we want you to get involved. Curse my balls. So here's your shot. Can you stump the gas bag? All right, we're going to start it off with a lovely guest, Matt. Uh, Matt, you hear us good? I got you. All right, perfect. So, you uh, that, Matt? He called you lovely. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, I'm going to call you lovely when I finish it. All right, Matt. Ooh, 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 ooh tension. Like Can you feel it in the air? <laughs> all right, do you want to take on me or Biscuit? All right. I mean, did you not hear who it was and the tone he took? I know. He does not wipe his feet before he comes in. That's right. All right. Remember, he's got a a call out gas bag for you. Answer. Here we go. All right. So first question is Danny Manning, the current associate head coach for the Louisville men's team for now, had a 15 year career after being first or drafted first overall in 1988. He was traded three times in his career. But the first time he got traded, he was traded for this Hall of Famer and a first round pick. Who was the Hall of Famer he was traded for? How about that? Gas bag. Was it Charles Barkley? No. No, it wasn't. All you right. have to hit the, you have to you hit the buzzer. The yeah, there you go. There. I'm due to this. Matt, you want to steal the answer? I'm thinking about that. Danny Manning in a first-round draft pick. No, no. Danny Gas Manning. Bag. All right, Matt, you got it? You're good. Danny, Danny Manning. Oh... Uh, is Ron Harper in Hall of Famer? Mm. I'm feel really bad for laughing uh, because no, I don't think Ron Harper's a Hall no, of Famer. Not, no. All right, what, what, what do we got here? All right, the answer was Dominique Wilkins. Okay, so wow. that uh, you're, you're gonna oh. laugh, but that's the second name that came up in my mind. <laughs> 
I didn't know about any of this. I had no names. Yeah. All right. All right. So second question up. Terry Crews, an actor known for his acting on shows like Everybody Hates Chris, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, mm-hmm. and his role in the movie White Tricks. Many people don't know this, but he was a standout edge rusher out of Western Michigan. In 1991, he was drafted into the NFL and bounced around the league for about five years. What team drafted Terry Crews? These are good uh, questions. He's I right. knew all the information he gave us. <laughs> Except for the question he asked. <laughs> I just watched yes, the... Matt, what do we got? The Lions? Mm, not the Lions. Uh, I just watched part of that interview he had. Listen, it's not that. Remind the Gas Pack. It's Thump the Gas Pack. Right, with, with Shannon Sharp. Where he talked about beating his dad's ass after he put hands on his mom oh, when yeah. he was an adult. After the years of abuse. Like, yeah, imagine just getting your ass kicked by Terry Crews. <laughs> Like, <laughs> just imagine what the NFL is, that he's just like an, an also-ran player when you look at him. Right, when you look I at him. You got a guess? I don't know, man. Are you hosting the show? Wow. Both of you guys sit hey, down. Yeah, yeah. I get to be the jerk here. Yeah. Not y'all. All right. Uh, gas bag, Broncos. Mm, I have no idea. It was the L.A. Rams. Mm. How about that? I never would have I did that. hear that. All right, sudden death or maybe sudden life. One of you got to get one of them. I don't, I don't think that's true. Is it, Matt? Go forever. <laughs> we could go forever. <laughs> all right. On December 4th, on December 4th, 2007, the Detroit Tigers sent a bunch of prospects to the Florida Marlins for Triple Crown winner and superstar Miguel Cabrera and this former NIA, or National League Rookie of the Year and two-time All-Star. Who was this player? Tigers? I remember the Cabrera trade. I'm trying to remember who else was in it on that. So this is the other player that was part of the Cabrera trade? Yeah, you, it was Miguel you, Cabrera and this other player. Okay. Can you repeat that one more time? It was Miguel Cabrera and this former National League Rookie of the Year and two-time All-Star. Uh, gas bag. LeVon oh, Hernandez. What was your guess? LeVon Hernandez. Mm. I know it's not right. I just can't think of the answer. I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, Gaspag. Matt. Nope. Mm. Ennis, do you want to steal this answer? No, I haven't. He he has no idea. He's a baseball man. He didn't know it. It is the man with the high kick, and he had the, always had the tilted hat. It's Dontrell Willis. Oh, oh wow. Come on, guys. That's my, that's my that favorite all-time player. I love Dontrell Willis. I just, he was fun. I went with the wrong pitcher, man. <laughs> Sudden death here, fellas. Yeah, All right. We're doing great, Matt. No, these are good questions. <laughs> yeah, we're doing great. All right. We're killing yeah, it. In the 2003-04 season, the Louisville men's basketball team beat two number one seeded schools. Who are these schools? Gas bag. Biscuit? Gas Kentucky bag. and Florida. Man, we've got a winner. Yeah. Valiant effort, man. Hey, Matt, appreciate it, man. Right. I always appreciate the uh, the intensity yeah, of our battles, my friend. All right, give me two seconds. I gotta get. Yep, we got a couple up. of you who have texted in, so we'll get another contestant in here. Uh, at least uh, to I love. I love that Matt keeps the level of disrespect every time that's he comes right. into the. That's, it, right. that's how it needs to be. He wants all of the smoke with you. He does. He does, and I appreciate that. I also love that he you ratches it up. You know, right? You are always like. Just missed every question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure people love that. You're like every one of your wrong answers is within the margin of error. Some, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I will say I had no idea. Not very often. I'm not quite blank and baker where I'm like I, I can't admit that I'm wrong yeah. ever. I will admit, or I'll say I, I was never going to get there, which is 100 percent true a lot of the times. Dontrell, like that's. 
I should have gotten Dontrell. My, my mind fired in the wrong direction, the wrong pitcher. That I really sense. did not remember him being part of that trade at all. I don't either. All right, guys, we got Thomas. Thomas, you hear us good? Yeah. All right, perfect. Uh, all right, so next up. All right, are you going to take on me or Biscuit, buddy? Uh, I'll take on Mark. All right, let's all do right, this. Let's get to it. Get um, to relax a little bit. All right, a little pop culture question here. What is the most viewed video on YouTube? Hint, it's a very catchy kids song. No, gas bag. Baby Shark. I didn't even mean to do that. but No, like, I, I mean, I, yeah. trust me, I knew. Yeah. Believe me, I've got videos of my uh, my youngest going insane. There's got to be something like there's like a, a hidden message under it has or something. She's going to grow up and, and be some sort of like communist or something. Like, some, <laughs> you know, something in. So everybody thought with the Teletubbies. Yeah, there like, has to the be. The big brother. Yeah, there has to be. Yes. Yeah, so it does something to her DNA. Something. Yep. Yes. But yeah, it's unquestionably Baby Shark. People understand kids and they make this media for them. All right. Second question. Dan Issel, a former host on 680. He had after his playing career, which was a very legendary career, he had two stints as the head coach of the Denver Nuggets. Who was the coach that followed Issel's second stint? Hint, he shares a name with a star wide receiver. <laughs> the current receiver? Yes. Oh boy. Uh, man. I don't have a, I don't have a, I, I do you, not. You haven't the foggiest? No, not even. I don't know. What about you? Guest? Not a clue. Yeah, we, we surrender. All right. Uh, I'm actually, I'm very upset with you, and Ennis, for this one. It was Mike, Mike Evans. Evans. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was trying to think of like the most stock, you know, names. Right. I can, Mike Evans. I don't know what it says do. about Mike Evans, the coach. I've never heard of Mike Evans, um, the coach. I don't remember <laughs> Me that. Me neither. He did not last very long in Denver. I do not Obviously. remember that man at all. <laughs> Who is this man? So I do not remember him at all. All right. So that's for both of you guys. <laughs> I like these. I'm sure about it. All right. On this day, March 1st. In 1997, Sugar Ray Leonard came back from a six-year hiatus just to lose in the IBC middleweight title <laughs> fight when he was or knocked out for the first time in his career in the fifth round and retired to never fight again. Who was the fighter to knock out Sugar Ray Leonard? Yes, babe. Was it Lennox Lewis? Different weight classes. Yeah, different weight classes there. I, do, I don't know who it is. Man, for some reason, Arturo Gotti keeps coming up in my mind, but I don't, know if that's, I don't think that's right. Are we waving the white flag, guys? Yeah, I'm yeah. surrendering on that one. All right, it was Hector Camacho. Oh! Hector Camacho, Macho. All right. All right, we appreciate it. Uh, Thomas, thank you, buddy. All right, give me two more seconds. I got right. one Tanner, last one. Tanner we'll try and bring one spots, more in. Uh, here, no, listen, he's like, I'm gonna, great you guys are going to remember me. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, you better put some respect on my name. It's been a pair of uh, defensive struggles here. <laughs> It really has. We each got one right, and that one was right that was enough to win. Eight total questions. <laughs> good lord. And mine was baby shark. That doesn't say <laughs> uh, a whole lot. That's very good about me uh, or you, I guess, at this point. Or look, I think Tanner was like, just want to make sure you make a good impression, right? But we'll wait for Tanner to, uh, to get uh, someone uh, else in here uh, with us, so we can have one more, at least one more contestant uh, for for stump the gas back here. But we're doing all right. I, I really did not know that there was a coach named Mike Evans. I, I mean, it's I don't feel like he's a notable coach. Like I, I'm, I, no. All right. If I got that right, it would have been a complete guess. We got Dan, the man, on the phone here. You hear us good, Dan? 
Yep, we're good. All right. So we'll go with a hockey question because well, hold I... On. Who do you want to face, Dan? Oh, yeah, my bad. Well, I want to play against Dane, and I want to make sure that I can hedge my answer. <laughs> right, like Dane. Hey, I don't get... Look, I don't I don't get any credit for those hedges. <laughs> I just... All right, you guys ready? You're ready. We got a hockey question because I am a hockey man myself. Alexander Ovechkin, one of the greatest goal scorers in hockey history. After being drafted first overall in 2004, he would have to wait 14 years to capture the lovely Stanley Cup. What team did he beat in the Stanley Cup final? Hint, the team was playing in their first season as a franchise. Gas bag. Biscuit? Golden Knights. Las Vegas. Yep. Well done. Well done. Well done. Good job. Good job. Thanks, sir. All right. Next up, Rihanna is a singer, businesswoman, and actress born in St. Michael's, Barbados. Rihanna. Barbados. Rihanna being her stage name and her middle name. What is Rihanna's real first and last name? Oh man, I know. Yeah, what do we got, man? Dave Cole. <laughs> She looks like a Dave. I kind of want to give him the, but sadly it is. <laughs> I don't. I don't know this. I'm sure I've heard it. I just don't know it. It is Robin Fenty. Oh, okay, yeah, it's, I've heard that. Her last name is the uh, name of her beauty brand. All right. Oh, that's why I've heard it. Okay, there cool. Go. Yeah, never would have gotten go. that. No. All right, guys. And now, Biscuit, I know you were saying that In fact, you, Tanner, hold on. I, I like you asking that, thinking one of us would know that. <laughs> I, 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 I gave it a brand. shot. I gave it a yeah, shot. Yeah, I like that. I like that. All right, guys. So, Biscuit, I know you, you were working hard with math before, so we got a yeah, second math or math. another math question here. Yesterday was Leap Day. Indiana Pacers all-star guard Tyrese Halliburton was born on February 29th, 2000. Technically Guess speaking. Six. That was quick. Wow, yeah. this guy. Nice. I knew he was 24, man. <laughs> All right, and one last question here. In I, mean, I just won two out of three. Yeah, that's it. That's it. In the yeah. All right, well, we appreciate it. How many? How many we got left here, Tanner? Thanks, man. Um, Questions. Thanks for I the call. Or us calling you. I don't even know how that worked. Yeah, whatever. Two, like three more. Do you guys want to go against each other? Yeah, we'll go against each other. All right, other. so hold on. Dina has texted in a question that I, I feel like is appropriate for the two of us. Okay. Uh, and it's this. Name the two sports teams among the big four sports where the city and the team name starts with a vowel. Not necessarily the same vowel. The city and the team name? Starts with a vowel. Oakland Athletics. Okay. For now, right? Yeah. And, uh... Man. You like that? Um... And uh, would the Angels count because they're Anaheim Angels? But they they go by the LA Angels yeah. though. Yeah. Um, it might be those two. But that might be it. Uh, yeah. If Anaheim Angels is right, then that's the two. I think the easiest thing uh, to do is to go with the cities first. That's what I'm doing. Indianapolis, Oakland. Anaheim, if that counts. If it counts. I'm struggling to think of any others. It's not the Angels. So we're not counting the Angels. What's that? So there's another. It's not the Angels. Edmonton Oilers. Ooh. That's got to be it. That has to be the two, right? Yep. Well done on that. I didn't even know that. Good job, Biscuit. Well yeah. done. He said to give me a second. I'm very impressed. Well done. He said to give me a second. A I, started, I started, I went, I, I, I took a turn into Canada. Well done. <laughs> that is an excellent question, Bob. Yeah, I like that. I do. The Oakland A's is kind of a gimme for me, but. 
It's true for now. It's true for now. Very temporary. Yes, very temporary. Very, very temporary. Well done. Well done. All right, how, what are the questions we got left here? All right, so we got, in the classic film Mean Girls, the main character, Katie, played by Lindsay Lohan, was asked what day it was. Hint, O.J. Simpson was found not guilty for murder on this day. <laughs> uh, it's always Mean Girls Day. It's... It's... I know. Man, I've seen this movie so many times. I, I do not know. Is it October? I think it might be October. October. If you talk yourself to this, I'm going to be mad. It's... Is it October 22nd? Mm. What is it? October 3rd. Ah! Got the right month. One out of two ain't bad. I'm sad that I didn't get a Mean Girls question right. I've seen that movie. <laughs> see the new one? So many times. I haven't seen the musical yet. No. I have not either. All right. I probably will at some point. Since you guys are remote, you can't see what I got on. I got a Mighty Ducks jersey on, so I ha- got to ask this question. There was a funny, chubby goalie in the great Disney movie franchise, The Mighty Goldberg. Ducks. Goldberg. Wow. Look at you. That's <laughs> incredible. Sean, what's his last name, the actor? But he, man, he had a rough stretch where he was, uh, he was a meth addict and was arrested for. Yeah, no, he's three years sober. Now he's now he's up. been sober for a couple of years. Hey, yeah, good friend. Yeah, like he, see looks, guys, uh, he looks so much better. It's all awesome. turn their lives around. Any more, buddy? Uh. All right, here we go. I got it. one. Do last you want to know one. who the backup was? <clears throat> Katie the cat. The cat Gaffney. Julie the cat Gaffney. Ah, that was it. Yeah. So you were. Well, sort of right. All right, I got two more because I just looked it up on sports trivia questions and facts <laughs> yeah. or answers, but here we go. Who was the first major league pitcher to pitch a ball over 100 miles per hour? Ooh, Ooh that's a good one. Uh, Walter Johnson. <laughs> you just throwing mm. a name out there. He threw it hard for his day, but it was also 1915, so. Oh, boy. Would you do this a solid if you know if it shows the, what the answer is? The year? Oh, it oh. does not give me. Um, I can give you, because I know of his career, I believe he pitched in the 70s and 80s. It's Nolan Ryan, probably. Then. No, was it like the, <laughs> who was the Reds reliever in the 80s? That was, it was oh, Nolan it Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Okay. That was the one, like, I, you know, it's I would, that's the, the Express. Hmm. That seemed like the gimme. But. I thought his was like... It was the longevity of such a, a... I didn't know... And actually, Nolan Ryan started pitching, I think, in 68 and pitched oh, all the way until 1994. If you watched the documentary on Facing It, it's Yeah, awesome. he's unbelievable. He pitched 26 years, I believe, and started with the Angels. Angels, Mets, Astros, and Rangers were his four teams. That surprises me. I didn't know that. All right. All right what's left? One last one, or all do right. you guys want two more, at least? Because I got yeah, one two. more is good. Well, right. Whatever you got. To the, uh, it's 51. We can do two. Right. All right. Who was the first baseball player to appear on a Wheaties box? Ooh. That's a great mm, question. That is a wonderful question. So you're thinking like 1970s, probably? That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Maybe uh, 80s? Earlier. Earlier. Mm. Oh, earlier. Okay. This will really shock you guys because it dropped my jaw. That makes it sound like it's Babe Ruth or something. We're close, though. Yeah, Lou Gehrig. Ah, Lou Gehrig was the answer. Man, that's wild. By the way, we don't ever really talk about the fact that Wheaties is 
gross. They're not good. Disgusting. Why wouldn't you eat any of the the cereals that is just Wheaties with something good on it, like <laughs> Frosted Flakes or Honey Nut Crunch? Well, if you made a cereal <laughs> and you have to like deliberately make it taste like something else, yeah. just don't make that cereal. Yeah, make Sweeties. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's left? Last one. All right. Last one. What are the two states in the United States that have yet to send a team to the NCAA? The two states. Alaska and Hawaii. Mm. Oh, I man, you said you got, super. You got one Alaska's right. Alaska's right. You I guess to... Hawaii, Hawaii's been to the tournament probably. Yeah, you had Alaska right. Maine? Maybe? Yeah. Oh, wow. There you go. Good yeah. job, Biscuit. I just Thanks. want you to know, by the way that you delivered that, I was sure it was Alaska and Hawaii. Yeah, I was I, like, wow. <laughs> Alaska knew it was right because they don't have a Division One team. But uh, Hawaii, I should have known. They've, they've sent... The, the Rainbow Warriors have been to the tournament at some point. Isn't Shamanana up there too? Yeah, but that's not Division One. Oh, that's not Division Two. That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, there you go. Shamanana. Well done. That was something the gas bag, everybody. Look, we had to do it indirectly. We had to sort of work around, but you all were good sports uh, all the way around, and we appreciate that. Uh, because we're out here at Khalil's. It is filling in uh, here a little bit here. They've got the $9 fish and chip specials here on a Friday. We know that's important to a lot of you. Uh, so you can do that. And the, the whole fixings, right? And like everything. Tartar sauce, lettuce, tomato sandwich, all that stuff. You got it. Uh, and they've got the $3.69 drafts, of course, light uh, as well here. And for another hour, you can just sort of prop your feet up here. Uh, it is mainline basketball time here. Like, it is. And, and now that none of it really matters uh, in terms of like your own personal emotional well-being, I don't know, maybe that'll make it a little easier to watch. I like that you did the mainland. You, you actually mimed it. Yes, that's right. Like, that's how I understand Mark's doing that. Working. drugs, you know. I've seen it on TV. That's right. I wonder if I'm watching TV. you. Yeah. Remember that commercial? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I learned it from watching you. It's so good. It's one of the all-timers, man. Oh, man. In terms of that's PSAs, incredible. like that's one of the best ones. It really is. <laughs> so good. That dad with the, that huge mustache, right? Remember that? <laughs> yeah. And shoebox just full of drugs. Do they do after-school specials anymore? No. That no, used to I be such a big so. thing when we were a kid, you know? That was a big like deal. A, yeah. I can remember, I think there was an after-school special. It was one of the very first things that Ben Affleck was ever in, in which he started using steroids while he played yeah. high school f- football. Which is always a good thing. Which like, is hilarious. Whenever somebody has to like act like they're on roids, yes. like roid rage is amazing. It's hilarious because it's never not over the top and ridiculous. Or like Saved by the Bell trying to do, you know, Jesse on caffeine pills. <laughs> oh, so I'm so good. excited. That's it. All so those episodes, look, we make fun of them and all that sort of thing. They all stick. Oh yeah, every one of them sticks. It's just an absurd episode of television. It's just, a very, and tonight, in a very special episode, Jesse learns the dangers of caffeine pills. Oh, I don't know what it, what was happening in like the 80s and 90s where we had. I'm so scared. We had sitcoms everywhere. Yeah, but we all there had to be at least one detour. Yes, like a super serious one. Like even the Golden Girls has one where they like they spend the night in a homeless shelter. Yeah, you know, yeah. Which or, like or, how did you or, get or here? Rose, yeah, the fears that she got AIDS from a like a blood transfusion. Yeah, like we don't we didn't have to do this. And of course, that's how they went around it in the 80s. You of know, course, and right. like uh, even Boy Meets World and stuff like that. Like they'd always have episodes where it's like they're dealing with. Sean Hunter's family situation or Mr. Turner got in a car wreck you know and you're just like or my motorcycle wreck you're like man really serious stuff going on at 9 o'clock on a Friday night <laughs> alright we'll take a quick break here and we'll be right back one more hour to go on the drive on a Thunderbolt we'll be right back